This is episode 112 of the Social Hub podcast, which means you will find all the links and relevant show notes for today's episode over at all the W's, the socialhubau.com forward slash 112. Hey there, I'm Stacey Marie, your host of this podcast and a business coach helping women in business stand out of the crowd online through social media, online courses, digital products, and podcasting. On this pod, we will chat about business, marketing, mindset, money, and all that's in between so that you can grow your business your way because you are magic and everything you need is right inside you. I acknowledge the Nandawal and Minyungbuk people of the Bunjalung Nation on which land this podcast is produced. I thank them for the custodial role they undertake now, in times past, and for our future. And I extend my respect to all the people on the lands with which you are listening from also. Hello, friends. It has been a hot few weeks since I've been on the podcast. If I am perfectly honest, life has just gotten in the way. It was a bit of a hectic end to term one of school for the girls. And I, you know, finished up school holidays and then they didn't go back to school till mid the first week. And then one of them was sick and then they had a teacher strike and then I haven't been well. And here we are a few weeks later and no podcast. But I have a super, super awesome treat for you guys. I'm going to be dumping four hot, epically hot episodes over the next few days. Um, on needs-based selling. Now, I've been wanting to do some content on this for so, so long and I haven't been able to figure out how to do it. And here's the thing. I have four online modules inside of my group coaching program, Amplify, on, I called it that then sales mastery, but it really was the process of needs-based selling. And I was trying to think how I could recreate that into maybe some like I don't know down, downloadables or a few podcast episodes and I was like you know what it's already there I've already got the recordings so why not just repurpose them and pop them out on the podcast and give it to you guys for free now you might be sitting there thinking now why would you do that Stacy? now the reason is this because I think it's content that needs to be out there in people's ears. It's content that people need to be accessible. Um, And because accessibility is one of my core values as a leader and a coach, um, that I wanna make sure that content that is, I feel necessary, is made as accessible as possible. And that's why I'm putting it for free on the podcast. Now, a little bit of a background into these four live stream trainings that I did. Now, some of you may know, and some of you may not know that I spent nearly 20 years in corporate finance. Now. Part of working in that industry is there is a lot of sales involved. You are meant to have sales conversations at every interaction possible that you can with a customer. You are meant to be trying to, you know, talk to them about future needs that they might have so that we can get them in the database and contact them in the future. Look at what products they may have with another bank and see if we can get that business over to, you know, the bank that I was working with. And, um, you know, that's, just par for the course with business these days. Every business out there in every sector is looking for market share. Um, So, and banks were no different. Now, I spent a lot of my time in banking in leadership, people leadership, but also in specialist sales. Now, part of the process with our sales conversations, now whether I was having the conversation or I was coaching someone through the conversation as a people leader, was that we actually had a lot of regulation in the finance industry, as do a lot of other industries out there. 
So there was certain documentation that we had to provide each customer. There was a certain process that we had to follow with each sales conversation. And we also needed to document them as well. In the event that someone came back and said that this product was not rec- that I have taken is not the right product for me, it's not working for me, this person told me it would do this, but it's actually doing this, that we had a, you know, a fully documented process that would A, ensure that that didn't happen because we were going to sell to their needs, not what we thought we wanted to sell them. And that it was documented so that it was very clear from both sides and there was acceptance and buy-in from the customer that this was the right product for them. Now, you can imagine coming out of such a beautifully scaffolded environment for a sales conversation and then coming into the small business world and the coaching industry and going, there is not any regulation uh, around much at all (laughs) around here. Um, And it kind of scared me a little bit because I was like, oh my goodness. So probably a twofold part to that I find is that one is that the people, a lot of the people I work with like clients don't know how to have that conversation and they're scared. They're scared to have that conversation, scared to have a sales conversation, whether it be in a DM, on email, on the phone, because you don't want to sound like a sleazy car salesman and you don't want to sound like, um, you know, like you're desperate, you know? (laughs) So there's a lot of fear around selling for people who aren't comfortable with it because of a lot of old stereotypes um, around selling. And the second part of that is that there's a lot of coaches and business owners and people out there, I feel really pushing more what they want to sell, right? And I mean, look, we've all got to sell our services, right? So we've got to put our services forward. But, you know, there's so many online funnels and opt-ins and lead generation systems and courses and everything that really teach you to push what you want to sell, not necessarily engage in a conversation that sells what the person wants. And because of that, we're at a kind of a stage now, um, I feel, where we're reaching quite a large saturation um, in the business industry of, of coaches and course creators, all selling a lot of the same sort of things where, you know, and particularly business coaches, and I know I'm one of them, right, is that, you know, a lot of us are selling a lot of the same things and a lot of the same processes and, I know that there's people out there that don't have, um, sorry, that have bought courses and stuff that they haven't finished or they've bought group programs that they've never done anything with because we're constantly selling what we want, not necessarily what our clients need, right? Um, And I think it's really important that we get back to basics, particularly if you're a service provider, in terms of your conversations with people and being more open to actually talking to people like a real human, you know, like having a chat in a DM, having a chat in an email, picking up the phone and actually talking to a real human being, um, as well as making sure we've got beautifully crafted copy um, on all of our sales pages and on our website and that all the content we're creating is kind of really vetting our audience to make sure that we're putting the right people into the right places and there's you know ways that we can make sure we do that on our sales pages as well if we're not speaking directly to people but 
The whole concept of needs-based selling is selling what people need, not what they think they need, because to be honest, our clients usually don't know exactly what they want. It's up to us to determine that for them. Or selling people what we want to sell them or what we're told to sell them, right? So it's really a beautiful process and it's one that I've stuck with. Even though I've left my corporate environment, I've kept this ethos in my business because it is such a core value of mine to have that authenticity in the process, right? And to have buy-in from my clients about what they're purchasing. And the flow and effect to that is you get less refunds. You get less refunds, you get less people, um, you know, asking to cancel contracts and all those sort of things. So there's so many flow and benefits from it. So what I've decided is I'm taking out those core four learnings and popping them on the podcast for you. Um, as a gift from me to you because it's content I really believe everybody needs. Now, as I said, these four modules are taken directly out of my Amplify program. Uh, My Amplify program is for service-based businesses who want to break free of the one-to-one and scale their business online with social media, online courses, and digital products. It's a beautiful space full of beautiful people And it's not only just online learning that you get in there, you get access to me. We have monthly group coaching sessions and we also have regular workshops, training sessions, guest speakers, and heaps of fun stuff that we do in there. 90 day game plan sessions. So it is not a post and ghost program. It is a completely uh, facilitator led program that gives you access to a number of different ways that you can learn in that in that space. Um, If you love what you hear in these four episodes, I would love you to come and check it out. The link is in the show notes page for the episodes. And um, definitely, if you want to have a chat to see if this is the right space for you, you can DM me at Instagram at, at Stacey Marie Coaching. Um, or if you head over to my website, again, the links, all this will be in the show notes links for the episodes, then you will be able to find um, a link to book a chat with me as well, a focus call, and we can chat about it on the phone if that's right for you. So I'm going to hand over to episode one, which is titled No, and um, yeah, enjoy the ride. Alrighty. So sales mastery. Um, this is a four part training series on sales mastery. So the four, the four less, the four lessons or lives or steps or whatever it is that you want to call it. Um, I've labeled no. So today is all about relationship building. Um, part two is mission. Um, So that's really, you know, about kind of the process of finding out what it is that your person, lead, audience want um, so you can deliver that to them or send them somewhere else where they can get that delivered to them. Um, Share is about how to make recommendations and how to lead people to an offer effectively um, and authentically. And then the fourth one is I've labelled what now. So that is, you know, Um, you know, making recommendations, but then the next step is how to close that, you know, particularly for those of you that have one-to-one contact with people, it's really, it's really good to get that mastery around how do you actually offer something to someone, but then get the decision from someone about whether or not they're going to make that purchase and how do you do that? Um, And we're also going to talk about things like objections, um, how to handle objections, how to handle questions that people may ask you 
um, you know, and, and I just kind of break down some of the stigma around those things as well. Um, I think the words like objections are, you know, that's very corporate speak, but it really just stands for someone saying, someone basically saying to you, I'm not sure if what you've got is for me, how do we find that out? So it's really about just navigating those conversations. Um, the reason I've called it sales mastery is that this process isn't a Nikki process. It's not a process of you grabbing someone by the rein like you would a horse and leading it to, a, to water and forcing them to drink it. It's not about that. It's about how you connect with people and how you can set yourself up to connect with people on the best, most authentic level that's right for you so that you get the have an abundant business that you so that you have lots of clients or the amount of clients that you want to coming into your business or customers um you can meet your goals you can meet your you know the reach those goals that you've set for yourself and also too so that you're attracting the right people um because the last thing you want is to be selling your product service course coaching whatever it is to someone who doesn't really need it um because that just brings bad energy into your business. That just ends up with, you know, you having clients that aren't really your sole clients. It ends up in sometimes having like contracts um, needing to be severed. You need to let people go. Maybe you need to refund people and those sort of things. So this process is really helps you um, make sure that those things don't happen, right? So a lot of this stuff is stuff I learned in corporate, but I've kind of put my own... Stacey-isms around it. Katie, put the molasses in the water so they want it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, there's lots of kind of sayings, you know, you catch more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. Like there's a, there's always a way to say something. There's always a way to position something. And when you're trying to attract a certain group of people, your ideal client or, you know, your avatar or whatever you want to call it, um, you, there's a way to take those people out on a date so that they know whether they want to keep, you know, whether they want to get in, into bed with you or not. Um, you know, if it, you don't just go, and I know Angela Henderson says this all the time, you don't just go up to someone on the street and ask for sex. Well, some people do, but most people don't. Um, and it's the same with your audience. You don't just go up into people's faces and go, hey, buy my shit. Um, there's a way to really, I, I think more, a more feminine way, a more loving way, a more natural way, a more authentic way that you can just put yourself in front of people to build a relationship with them, put yourself and your product service course or your, whatever it is that you do in front of people so that they will want to purchase from you. And the ones that don't will naturally fall away and that's okay. And what happens then is this really beautiful thing where you end up with people contacting you, landing on your website, jumping into your DMs and all that, that have pretty much already decided they want to work with you or they want to buy from you. It's just a matter of determining what the best process is. And I know this 100% to be true because when I talk to someone on email, in a DM, I have a discovery call with them. Most of the time, they've already made a decision about me. They've already made a decision about me because they see me everywhere already. They've probably listened to a podcast. They've half half pretty much decided they want to buy from me they just need that extra little tick in the box to make it happen and it means that I've never I never feel apprehensive about jumping on the phone with someone ever because I weed those people out before it gets to that point um and 
and then and then it just becomes this really nice exchange between me and that person and not everyone has has that sort of um I guess that sort of client journey in um in their business but that's something that sometimes I need to do and I know a lot of you out out there need to do as well so I guess when you're talking about when we talk about what we're going to talk about today about no, about starting with relationship building is in mind. If you ever worked in corporate, um, you probably would have heard words like um, build rapport with your customer, <laughs> um, those sort of words like rapport building. And that was definitely the same sort of corporate masculine speak I still used a couple of years ago. Um, but the sort of things I really prefer to say now, which I feel is a little bit more feminine, a bit more authentic, a bit more really a realistic and a real adaptation of what we're doing is really we're just, we're building relationships. We're creating connections. We're getting to know that person before we dump a link on them. We're getting to know that person before we dump a link on them, before we shove a sale in their face um, and giving them an opportunity to get to know us, get to know our brand, get to know what we do and how we do it and what we sell and what it looks like, what it could feel like, what the outcome could be so that you can build that relationship. Now, you'll hear a lot of people, you know, a lot of things, and I've said this a million times before and you hear a lot of marketing people say it, you know, people buy from people, they buy from brands that they know, like and trust. And it's funny, I was doing a podcast interview with Laura from the group yesterday and we were talking about this because we were talking about how your brand isn't just your logo and we were talking about, you know, brands like Apple, um, people buy from Apple because they've built that trust. Like there's that whole brand identity with Apple. When you buy into an Apple product, you feel like you're getting, you're becoming part of a secret society. You feel like, you feel, I feel like with this iPhone 11 that was the most recent one last year, I feel abundant having such amazing technology in my hands. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm part of this like secret innovators club or something because I have these amazing technological products that I could do my business with. But for a small business owner, we don't have the Apple logo to, to stand behind. We don't have that huge um, brand identity that's been built over many, 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 many years, right? So for us, it's about that. How do you, how do you create that quickly with someone? So how do you create like, almost like what Apple have done over all those years? How, what's the fastest way to do that? And the fastest way to do that is to create a connection with someone. Now you don't have to do that face-to-face. -face. It doesn't have to be on Zoom or on a phone call. You can do that simply on your social media. Um, and we'll talk through a little bit more about what that looks like as well. But the whole purpose of this conversation is about when you're looking at sales and you're looking at how you sell something to someone, the foundation of that purchase decision is their relationship with your brand. And that would be definitely really, um, really applicable for e-commerce businesses where you're less likely to be picking up the phone and talking to someone like a coach would or someone who does courses or serve a service provider. Um, an e-commerce business is a little bit, you know, different like that. Um, but I just absolutely totally lost my train of thought and it was really good what I was getting to there. Um, the same. I just totally lost my train of thought. Um, 
anyway, so building human connections, <laughs> building human connections with people. And um, it can be done online. It can be done really easily. Um, you don't have to necessarily be face-to-face -face in front of these people, but it's about how do you do that? And what, which, which way to connect with people is the best way for your business. You're all extremely intelligent businesswomen. And I think you're all capable of, of knowing what the best way is for you to do that. I think the other thing is too, is this, none of this is rocket science. Like I break it up into four lessons, but we're going really deep into one tiny little part of it. The no part or the relationship building part of a client interaction can be done totally automated. It can be done totally online without you even needing to speak to them. It can also be done in two questions on a DM. This is not rocket science. This isn't stuff that has to take an hour. It's about just knowing that the foundations of whether or not someone makes that purchase is their ability to connect with you or your brand or both um, and having that humanization of your brand as well right um, all right so we talked about that talked about not dumping a link and run not putting the sales stuff right out in front of them I guess you know it's about you getting to know them them getting to know you and then you both deciding whether or not you're a good match um, for each other. And like I said, that can be done really quickly just on social media content. So we're going to talk about the three ways that you can get to know your audience and the three ways that they can get to know you. Um, and obviously, depending on your business model will be determine which sort of method you would adapt the most. Um, for some of you, you may have elements of all of these things in your business model and you have to adapt them at the different stages that your business is at. So the three ways that I break it down to is like online, that online connection, that online space where people get to know you. And I kind of call that, call that more like mass market. So this is where they're getting to know you online, but there's not really any one-to-one -one interaction with you. So um, the ways that that would happen would be, you know, like social media, jumping onto your website. This is where this is really, this sort of stuff's really good for e-commerce businesses, obviously. Funnels, automated funnels, digital products. You know, I've got a digital product shop. I don't necessarily need to talk to people about them making that purchase. They can go and make that purchase on their own, right? Obviously, if someone wants to DM me about it, I'm more than happy to talk to them, but um, they can make that decision without me really needing to have a conversation. But the way they get to know me to determine whether they wanna make that purchase is how I show up on my social media accounts, being on my email list, um, jumping onto my website, the copy that they see over there. Um, you know, for an e-commerce business, it might be, you know, the pop-ups, messenger chats that go onto your website. And then, you know, you can do a lot of this automated, like particularly I think e-commerce is probably a great example, but you know, things like with, how long does it take for you to post my item that I purchased? A question about sizing of a garment or a question about um, fabric for a particular garment. Like a lot of that stuff can be inbuilt into like an automated chat, um, you know, using things like ManyChat and whatever. Um, a lot of it can be done through simple funnels as well. You know, even as simple as, and if you go back and have a look at the, the lessons around, um, the Facebook Messenger inbox, there's even automations you can put into there, just really simple ones where it's like, it can pop up the little questions and says, what do you need help with? I want information on this. I want information on this. I want information on this. And then it will send them an automated link. Um, 
but this, you know, the, the whole online place of them getting to know you and build that relationship with you is really done in more of a mass market space. So you're talking to the masses. So this is where like your sales pages talk to the masses, your website talks to the masses, your social media content talks to the masses. Um, not that one person that wants to buy that one product, right? But they get to know you and you get to know them. So this is where things, you know, where I talk about showing up online is important because your audience is building a relationship with you without you even realizing it. The amount of people that say to me, I found you from your podcast and I just thought if you give this much away for free, how much am I going to learn from you if I pay you? And, you know, that's just, you know, someone going, I found you on my podcast and joined the membership or I found you on your podcast and I bought your digital product or your course. Or you mentioned, I actually had someone message me this morning and say, I listened to your podcast on social media strategy. Can I still buy that course? So they've, you know, obviously then they've contacted me because they had a question, which is fine, but they've built that relationship to determine whether they want to buy from me from listening to me on a podcast. Um, so com content for the masses, and, you know, I put myself out there so that they can experience that. Um, you notice I do a lot more live streams this year. So particularly on my main page. So it's, a, again, content for the masses. Um, and, and what are those ways that they can form a relationship with you without you maybe even knowing that they are? The great thing about those places is that particularly social media is that you can have a conversation with them in comments they can comment on your content. You can respond back to them. And then if that needs to move over into a more direct channel for them to talk to, you can pop them into a DM or an email, send them a link or whatever you need to do. Tell them where they need to go to find the answer to the thing that they want to know. But, you know, social media is such a great place to build that relationship. I feel like, and I think I talked with someone else on a podcast about this last year. I think it was on my pod. I I was on Jenny Waterson's podcast. She interviewed me and we were saying that, you know, really good and well done social media content actually is like self-filtering out your leads for you in a way. Because if you show up there, people get to know you. And I think like Michelle, I don't know if you're still online, but you do a really great job of that. Like a really great job of showing up online and your audience feel like they know you. So I know for a fact, the reason that your membership is so engaging, because I'm in it and I see how engaged the members are in there, is that by the time they get to make the decision to purchase that membership from you, they feel like they're moving into this like nice little lovey cuddle with you, right? And that's like, you know, and sometimes I'm sure people would buy that membership without even you having to talk to them. You know, it's possible that that would happen. Maybe not all the time, but it definitely does. It happens to me. People jump into the membership. I'm like, who are you? I've never met you before, but hey, let's, let's hang out now. <laughs> let's chat now. Let's get to know each other. Um, and that's been happening for me more and more. But um, I attribute the ability to show up for the masses and show up online and build that relationship online. So if this is you and you're thinking about, okay, so how do I build that relationship online? How do I put that human connection into what I'm doing? You can do it with an automated email sequence. Just make it humanized. Just make it humanized. Humanize it. Make it seem like it's you. Don't make it robotic. Show up online. 
you know, you, all your website stuff, you, you know, all that stuff. And that's more for mass market. And I think too, you know, like if for those of you that have sales pages, making sure that your copy on those sales pages speaks to the person that you need to speak to, um, that it makes them feel like you understand them, that your copy is basically you just having a conversation with them and the end result and the most logical step is for them to go, yes, I want to pay you at the end of it, right? Um, not just you know, not the, not the over salesy copy where it's just and the 500 scroll sales page where people just know they're freaking being sold to like be authentic with it, be yourself with it. That's exactly what I want them to feel like. <laughs> yeah, of course. And that's because you built, you invest your time to build that relationship online with them. So much value in showing up online and building that relationship on an, in an online level because it self filters people out really quickly. All right, the next place that you would form a connection with someone is um, I say direct contact, but not one-on-one -on -one contact. So one-on-one -on -one contact will come after. So direct contact is where it's still online. So like a DM or an email. So sometimes people will go from like your mass market online space where they're getting to know you. And the, the next place they will move is sometimes into direct contact or they'll just go purchase the thing if they've made the decision, right? Um, but the direct contact is like your email, your DM. It's not phone calls. It's not a Zoom call or anything like that. Um, so it's, it has a bit more flow because it's just a bit more of a casual space to talk to people. Um, the thing with the direct contact and also the same thing with like a phone call or a Zoom call, and I'll talk about those in a second too, is that you're speaking one-to-one. -one. So we're moving from the space where you're building a relationship in a more of a, a larger forum, a larger platform where the masses can access you right? So your social media pages, your email list, your podcast, if you've got one, website, funnels, all those things. And you're moving into speaking with someone one-on-one. -on -one. Now, sometimes the natural progression will be they'll come off your mass market and go, I need to talk to you before I decide what's right for me. And that's okay. Um, and some people will just come straight there. They may not even engage that much with you online, right? They might just watch you for a little bit and then just go, I'm just going to talk to you. Because you've got to remember people, people's way that they purchase is everyone's way they purchase things is different um, and depending on what you're selling will also determine how um, determine that process too those of you that have e-commerce like really the thing you're trying to do is just get people onto your website so they can buy your product obviously people are going to have inquiries so you, this is where you know that most people with e-commerce probably wouldn't pick up the phone and talk to someone. You'd have that mainly you'd be living in direct contact by DM or email. How do you manage that? Do you have some of it automated? Do you have a team or do you do it for you? Or you're doing it more online mass market where you might be driving Facebook ads to get people to your website, right? But for those of us that are service providers and definitely those of us out there that are coaches and have courses, you're going to have a lot more of the direct contact with people. Um, so the thing with the DM and the email, it's human contact. It's not in person. So where I see things go wrong sometimes for some people is that they don't value that space. So what some people do, I see, and I'm not talking about necessarily you guys in here because you all work on this stuff, but I see people do it. They put so much emphasis into their social media content and building that relationship online. And then all they want to do is go straight from there to a discovery call. So someone will DM them 
and they'll go, oh, I just have a question about, and it's just like, I don't want you to DM me. Here, just book a call. Here's my call link. Go book a call sort of thing. And they're not valuing that space of where you can have direct contact with someone and build that rapport, build that relationship. And it can be, be a really special space. Sometimes you can actually circumvent the whole need to pick up the phone or jump on a Zoom call with someone um, just by working on that direct contact aspect. I've actually recently removed all of the book a free call with me options off my website. Um, weren't booking calls. They were just DMing me anyway. Um, so I have all my links now go straight to a DM conversation with me. And what I do then is instead of typing things out, I pick it up, press the voice message button and I go, hey, Sally, thanks so much for your message. Um, so nice to hear from you. I would love to help you with X, Y, Z whatever it is that they've contacted me for. Um, could you just reply with either in voice message or in text message, a little bit more about you, your business and what your challenges are at the moment? Simple, right? But it's asking them, people love to talk about themselves. I always ask people those three things. Tell me a little bit more about you, a little bit more about your business and what are your challenges at the moment or what, what, is the, um, the, what are the results you're looking to see? They're the three pretty much the three standard questions I would ask somebody. Um, you know, simple things like thank you, thank you for your message. If someone DMs you on Instagram, take the time to see if you can find their first name and use their name. <laughs> on Instagram, it's hard because people can message you from a business account. I always try and find their name before I respond. Um, Facebook, it's a little bit easier because it drives the personal contact into your DM inbox, unlike Instagram. Um, say, and the same thing can be done with email. You know, it's just obviously you can't do a voice message, right? Um, but, you know, if someone comes through as an inquiry form off your website or they just get your email and they contact you, um, this part of the process isn't about how do you fact find and make recommendations about how do you build that relationship in that space. And rather than on a DM or an email going, yeah, I can help you with whatever it is that you've asked, go over here and purchase something you're taking the time to actually find out a little bit more about them because newsflash, most of the time, your audience don't know what they need. And that's probably the key takeaway from this training is that the whole point about getting to know them and building that relationship and asking them questions about themselves and, and helping them determine if you're you know, if you're looking at online mass market, helping them to ask those questions of themselves or you asking it for them if they're in a DM or an email, um, it helps you determine, are they the right fit for you? Do you actually offer what you could, what they're looking for? Um, or are they just confused and just really need a little bit more help first to determine what they need? Um, people love to go from the hi, I want help with to, yep, you can buy this for me to help you with it. Um, and look, I still do that too sometimes when I'm busy and I'm just like, oh, look, you could just join my membership. It's on the website. Why don't you just go do that? But so, I mean, trust me, sometimes when I'm busy, I feel like that too. But, you know, if, you, if I take the time to go, okay, put myself in their shoes, no, this may not be the right product for them. I need to find out more about this person. I also need to find out if they're a good fit for me. Like if they're not someone that wants group coaching or wants a coach and they want someone to do their social media for them, I'm not the right person. 
So sending them over to my website to go buy my course and they're sitting there going, I don't want a course. I want you to manage my social media for me. That's not what I want. That's not a good experience. So, you know, it's just kind of putting that relationship at the forefront of the conversation. And it, like I said, it doesn't have to be long. It's tell me a bit more about you. Um, what, what were the things? Tell me a bit more. I say, tell me a bit more about you. Tell me a bit more about your business and what are your challenges or what are the outcomes you're looking to see or what's the results you're looking for. You would need to adapt that to your customer, your business model and what it is that you do. Right. And for those of you in e-commerce, some of this stuff could be done automatically, particularly if it's things like postage and um, things about your products that you could put into an automated bot sequence too. But then eventually, obviously, it gets to the point you need to speak to someone. And then the last way that people kind of would contact you is um, the one-to-one -one meeting. So that would be on, on the phone or in Zoom or face-to-face, -face, although I don't know many people, particularly after COVID, that would go and have coffee with someone um, or do that before you, you know, you, you sign into some sort of service agreement or something with each other. I know it definitely does still happen, but it's usually quite rare these days. Most people would do phone or Zoom first. And then that's a whole other conversation in itself because you've got to take that conversation that I was just talking about from online and put it into, oh, I'm actually live on the phone with this person or I'm on a Zoom call. I can't hide now. How do I show that I am actually interested in this person and build a relationship with this person and that human connection before you start going, what do you need help with? Well, this is what you need to buy, right? Um, you know, and it's the same sort of principles. So if you jump on a call or you're jumping on a Zoom with someone, you know, I don't get to business stuff for about five minutes normally when I'm on a Zoom call or a phone call. Um, and I only have, I allocate 15 minutes for them and I still get it done in that time. So the first things I go is, hey, how are you going? So um, I've never met you before. How did you find me? Tell me a little bit about you. Like what's, what's going on with you? What's your story? Right. Or I might go, oh, I know. Or I might be like, hey, it's nice to actually meet you or talk to you. You've, you've been in my Facebook group for a while or we've been connecting on Instagram for a while. It's nice to actually talk to you. How are you? What's going on with you? Where do you live? How many kids do you have? Like they're the sorts of things that I start the conversation with. And I'm always making mental notes. Right. If someone says to me, oh, you know, there's always little gold nuggets that people will tell you like, um, oh, I just moved here from here because my husband got a new job and the kids have started a new school and um, blah, 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 blah. So then the next time I talk to them, I'll go, hey, Sharon, how's things? How are the kids settling into school? Hope you're loving a new home, right? So what you do in this part of the conversation, in this relationship building part of your conversation with your customer particularly when you get to direct contact or actual one-to-one -one contact is you're, you're setting yourself up to have the space to actually really build a human connection. And how do people know if you have a human connection with them? It's because you know shit about them. You remember stuff about them. You know their name, you know, all those things. It makes people feel special um, and it makes them feel valued and it makes them feel like, you give a shit, basically. Um, and, you know, obviously, you know, for like an e-commerce business, you're probably not going to be picking up the phone and doing this sort of thing. But 
for a service provider or a coach um, or someone who does courses, definitely this is something you may need to do at some point. I know some people, I pre- try and do it in a DM or with some voice messages, but some people are just like, can I just call, can you call me? And I'm like, sure, of course I can. No worries. Let's, when's a good day for you? Um, I do it a little bit more ad hoc now than I used to, but you can still have, you know, your book a free call with me link and do all that if you want to. I just chose to move away from that um, because I found that I could do most of it over DM, um, particularly with voice message. But I still have that and I just organise it ad hoc now. It's a lot easier for me to do it that way. And then we just jump on and have a chat. And I find that, you know, my conversion rate from from a phone call is like 80%, like four out of five people will buy the thing that they say, that I say they need to buy. Um, and for me, I find it a really good progression because if they're booking a call because they want me to manage their stuff and I don't do that, then I can weed that out in the DM before they get on the phone, right? So that's that for me, that was a good progression. That may not work for you for your sort of whatever it is. And you know your business better than anyone else. For someone like you, if you need to do a one-on-one call and you'd like to do the discovery calls, go for it. That's, if that's your business model, you do that. Um, that's just a progression I chose to do. And then, so then after you get through the, the relationship building part of the conversation, then you move into what we're going to talk about um, over the next three weeks, which is mission so that's all around if you go back to corporate speak that's more like the fact finding part of the process so you know how to ask questions of people to get the right answers you know and it's not about being icky and leading people to something it's more about what are the things that you need to know about your person so that you can make the right recommendations what are the questions you need answered to determine if you're a good fit and that's more about what that looks like so we'll talk a little bit more in depth about how you you know you uncover their mission how you talk about it um you know how how you can frame your questions that you need to ask in a really authentic way um so that you can get to the point of being able to make a recommendation with them um and again all these things can be done either online mass market in a direct contact or in a one-to-one call. Um, This is gonna be done differently each time. Then week three is about, it's I've called it share, but that's really if you go back to old corporate speak, making recommendations and how to do that authentically. Um, The thing about making recommendations, and you've heard me talk about this before, is that I go on needs-based. So if someone comes to me and says, I need to buy this and I have a chat to them and I don't think that's what they need, I will tell them. and sometimes I downsell and sometimes I upsell. It's all based on what that person needs, not what they think they want and not what I want to sell. It's all based on what they need. Um, that is 100% how I do things. I know some business coaches will tell you to sell your top level program or your top level service or whatever it is all the time. I don't believe that for a second. I don't believe that for a second at all. Sometimes I actually even direct people back to my podcast and go, um, you know, sometimes I can just tell people they're like, they're not ready to buy from me yet. They don't know me well enough. And I'll be like, look, I can definitely help you. This is probably where I would send you. So you can go and have a look at this product, but go over to my podcast and have a stalk of me over there. These are some episodes I would recommend that you check out, go and get a little bit more of a feel for how I do things and then come back. Right. 
but we'll talk more about that in week three. Um, and then week four is um, all about the close. So, you know, just, be, just being able to authentically say, is there anything else I can help you with to help you make this decision? Um, you know, or, you know, how do you do that? For me, I don't go too in-depth with it. Like I just go, so, you know, if I'm on a phone call, I might just go, oh, is there anything else you need from me? Like, do you think that that's what you need? Or do you think that, I, or have I totally missed the mark? Like, do you not, or is that not really what you're looking for? Right. I just kind of, stay, I just, I'm pretty open with people. Um, but how do you do that authentically? And then again, the whole thing around um, exploring the old corporate speak would be objections, but I, I kind of like to call it more, um, you know, exploring the gaps, you know? Um, and I remember when I was in corporate, I, this one thing that always stuck with me was, you know, an objection doesn't mean that they don't like what you've got to offer. It's just that it, they don't understand if it's right for them or not. So it's about how do you have that conversation and how do you feel, feel comfortable in that conversation too? Um, because sometimes it just means maybe they're not a good fit for you and that's okay. All right, then that's it. That's the four sessions. So this was all no. So building relationships. If you've got any... If you liked what you heard in your ears today, then I would love to connect with you over on Instagram. You can find me at, at Stacey Marie Coaching. Until then, stay classy.